0: Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong.
1: Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation and I'm your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration and how you can be a part of this grand awakening taking place on the planet. And I'm delighted to welcome to the show today Beth Cosmos, who's had a really interesting experience working with a beautiful healing modality called Amadeus and having quite remarkable interactions with Alberto Aguas and the Guarani peoples of Brazil and somehow we're going to piece all of this uh, puzzle together and get a clear understanding of the message that Beth has for us today. So, Beth, welcome to the show. Thanks, Peter. Thank you so much. So, perhaps you should begin by giving our listeners just a little bit of background uh, and some understanding about how this process all began for you and and how you made this connection with what seems to be a very diverse uh, aspect of life. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it indeed was, Peter. Um, um, Amadeus is a healing method. And there was a point in my life where, um, as happens to many people, at some point that um, you just have to stop and say, okay, now too much is happening. I can't handle all of this. I need to find an answer. And that happened to me within a very short time. In fact, it was only like a matter of three months. Uh, my father passed away. I was divorced and gave birth to a child. Um, and, and it, it was quite intense. And that's when I made a commitment that I, whatever this meant to heal, I, I wanted to do that. I wanted to learn what that was. I didn't want to attract to myself this feeling of imbalance, uh, and and feeling of, of uh, tragic feelings. I wanted to rise above this. So that's where my search began. Very intense search um, and, and working with different modalities and when I crossed paths with Alberto Aguas and the Amadeus method. So just
1: before you go on, I just want to put a piece in there because many, many people, particularly in this month of Scorpio, are being faced with these uh, challenges. They're coming right up in front of them. And what you've just described is in the alchemical process called calcination. And it's when you are basically burnt down to the bitter bones of all that's left of you and everything is in a chaotic way is, is thrown up into your face and... The message is let's let's do this differently, and, and thank goodness that you did.
2: <laughs> yes, it is thankful. <laughs> I'm very thankful. <laughs> Absolutely, so yes. So what happened with Alberto? Alberto Aguas. Let me just chat a little bit about him because yeah. he's a he was a very uh, very colorful, very very brilliant person. Even though you might not have heard his name at the time that he was. On this planet, um, he did very beautiful, powerful things. Peter, he was when when he was born, he was born gifted with a healing. It came naturally to him. He discovered this when he was around five years old. but he was also uh, immersed in a family that was open to this way too. You know he was born in Brazil. Uh, his mother channeled energy. And his grandfather also did. He His grandfather founded a hospital in northern Brazil. And uh, even though he was a physician, he was open to working with the indigenous people and learning their herbs and things like this. So Alberto had the best of both worlds where his parents um, respected the medical as well as the indigenous ways. Um, so he started out young his mother would go to what's called the Espiritas Center in Sao Paulo, and she used to take him with her when she would do the healing. And I bring this up because this man started very early in life seeing people's suffering. And this became a strong mission in in his life to bring the message to people that they are much more uh than what they think they are and that healing is there and available and so as he grew uh, so did his fame and there was a point there that he had to actually leave brazil and he ended up in the united states and in the united states very quickly when after one lecture uh at um at a metaphysical store bookstore he was very quickly um, booked out to do healing and that grew and grew very quickly and took him globally very heavily into Europe uh, and people called him from all over the world to ask even doctors would call him to ask about healing or uh, situations so his fame grew because of his innate powerful ability and um, and, uh, and it, it wasn't until the last few years of his life that he that he that he came across in returning to Brazil a very specific tribe of Guarani Indians. So he had these healing gifts before he met the Guarani. Oh yes, this is why I want to bring up so strongly. He had been all over the world, seen many different methods of healing. Um, he had his. But even before he met the Guarani, one thing that he always talked about, he talked about heavily, you know, people people want to say that they see different colors when I'm healing. People want to say they see different colors with me when I'm healing. But he said, I will tell you, and he could tell you what he saw when he was doing his healing, but he always, always downplayed every, all of that. In fact, he got to a point where he wouldn't tell people his age or anything about himself because he didn't want them drawing aspects out to where and how he was doing his healing. He simply looked at people and would say, the source of the healing is love. It's not it's not related to a color, to a it's love. You know, these things are happening, but he always wanted to bring people back to that point. And, and so he... He he lectured and he traveled doing healing work.
1: So why why did he connect with the Guarani people? I'm sorry. Why did he end up connecting with the Guarani?
2: Well, you know, Peter, he um, because he had been somewhat exiled from his country, he was hungry to go back. At a certain point, and you know, coming to you know uh, to the later part of his life, he was hungry to go back to Brazil. And once there, again. Being a soul of purpose and truth, um, he was introduced to these people and quickly discovered the. And, it, it, and I don't have the exact information what, I sort of have an idea, but I don't have the exact information of what even drove uh, drove him to do this. But I know at the time, that this was the same when the, the movie The Mission was being developed, is that people were trying to bring attention to the plight of what is happening to the people in 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 the Amazon. They were losing their homeland or, and their, their house and their way of life because of the encroachment of Western society. And so pe- he became very involved with trying to help them to save their land, but more importantly is that these people, people knew he was coming. Um, they were expecting him. It was in their oral tradition. When Alberto started a lecture, or when he started to teach this uh, method, this healing method, uh, in the introductory, he talked about how stones had been buried over 2,000 years, and they were unco- unearthed and uncovered and given to him when he was initiated and accepted and accepted. To, to learn their sacred ways. They knew he was coming. So it was it was fake for him <laughs> to be there. And for him to be with these people was like uh, uh, returning home, it was like kindred spirits because they too said and understood that love is doing the healing. Alberto used to say that no one has the copyright on God's love. And so when he met these people, knowing what he had done all of his life, and seeing so much healing work, he came full circle all the way back around to here were people that, that, that really understood practice and knew what, where the source of healing really came from and interacted. And they shared with him this system and, and told him, they tapped him on his chest and they told him, you go out, you share this with the world, you share the love with the world. And you know, you've been down and met with the Guarani yourself.
1: So, yes. So give us a little bit of a, an insight into their way of life and who
2: they are. Okay. <laughs> I could talk all day on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but first, we, we we have to know that in my approach to the Guarani, um, I don't know for sure. In fact, I'm almost certain it was not the the tribe that he worked with. Alberto um, was very, very protective of these people. Um, I know in t- I know in time this would have been shared, but when his passing came, it came all too quickly and unexpectedly. so that information wasn't shared. but regardless when I was first taken to Brazil. Um my very, very first trip, my very, very first host to teaching Amadeus in Brazil actually arranged to go meet um, a very specific tribe of Guarani that this person had been interacting with. And it was wonderful. It was wonderful. I mean, I remember the feelings I had. I was overwhelmed and humbled I had so much joy I um, just because I had been studying for so long this system and then to be in these in the midst of these people, such a blessing. But it actually took three times um, uh, before they were comfortable enough as I returned to actually um, invite me into a very intimate setting which is their house of prayer. A white man is not usually invited into this uh, setting. And um, I actually experienced what um, Alberto talked about and lectured about these people. And that's maybe what we can talk about a little bit here. Is that These people, um, if you watch the movie The Mission, they do a great job of, uh, that's with De Niro and uh, Jeremy Irons, It's about the Spanish and Portuguese um, struggle for the land in Brazil as they're they're conquering, as we want to say, and how the indigenous people were caught in the center of it. The Guarani are the ones that are depicted in this, and what you will see is that they're innately very spiritual people. They're innately musical, and when you read more about them, and that it's it's covered in the book, music is so, so very important to them. This is their connection to source. They Music brings them closer to source. And music or song, when they receive a song in the dream state, the whole, the whole, um, the whole tribe will, will celebrate that because that's how you're ranked in their social structure. The person who has the most songs that they receive from their dream state is held in high honor. So really the person, the one that demonstrates the most songs receiving in the dream state becomes the page, becomes the Shaman. And it's not to say that all people can't have a song. They do have a song. It's how they carry their sacred wisdom. It's how they carry their connection, their spiritual foundation is through song.
1: So there's a particular vibration then that's that's flowing through them and through that connection to spirit that takes them into a certain state Beth we're actually uh, coming up to our first break right now so we'll take the break and when we return we'll talk more about the Guarani it's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation
3: The Voice America 7th Wave Channel Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenterJourney.com for more information. Every life on earth
4: has the capability of knowing the world in a much more powerful way than what we've settled for. And Gaiam TV is there to support your journey in knowledge, awareness, and awakening. Our vision is to raise global consciousness by bringing viewers original interviews, inspiring films, and engaging series on today's most sought-after topics. We invite you to try Gaiam TV free for 10 days. Visit www.gaiamtv.com to claim your free trial. You won't look at your life and your world the same way again. That's g a i a m t v dot
0: The Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program.
1: Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. Just a reminder to remind us, go to my own website, www.petertongue.com, which has recently been updated right up to date. And my October and November newsletters are now both there, uh, telling the story of our sacred site journeys into southern France and southern England, and also all of the radio shows. Um, about 100, At least 180 episodes now are there for your free listening and enjoyment. All the people who've been on are, are listed alphabetically and... A uh, little description of what each of the shows has been about, so do visit there. And also www.myheartcenteredjourney.com, which is very appropriate for our heart-centered today, uh, journey today with Beth uh, Cosmos. And the Ambassadors of Light program there, we have a class a week tomorrow at 5.30 when I'll be talking about the adventures of the 1111 portal on Sunday and also the new moon ...and Solar Eclipse in Scorpio next Tuesday. So I have with me today Beth Cosmos, and we are talking about Amadeus, a beautiful heart-centered healing technique. Uh, and at the, at the end of the uh, first break, we were talking about the Guarani peoples of Brazil and uh, the visit that she had there, as well as Alberto Aguas, who worked very closely with them in developing this technique... So Beth, tell us a bit more about the Guarani and their spiritual life.
2: Okay, so I think that we, we were um, we were we were left off there. That I was invited into their house of prayer, and um, actually experienced um, a, a ritual, a naming ceremony, in their house of prayer. And uh, Peter, it was, um, you know, I had heard. Alberto, tell me stories about how when he worked with these people, every night they unconditionally came together. Every night he said they unconditionally come together and pray in the house of prayer. And he would work alongside the page. And he said the whole community would come and they all would sing, the women, the children, the men, the elders, the young, didn't matter. Everyone came from from the community, and everyone sang. And he said, you know, you didn't have to be a scientist, but at a certain point, this profound feeling, very palpable, like, vibration uh, was created. And it was at that moment that the page would begin his healing. And it wasn't until that moment. Um, And so, you know, I heard Alberto many times lecture and talk about this, and there I was in the house of prayer, not even knowing what was going to happen, not, not at all. We were just escorted and invited in. It was dark out. and we were trying to weed our way out of the after visiting with them and what was really led to their house of prayer. So here we are in, and, and it starts um, with some chanting and, and they're using smoke for smudging and and, and the girls come in. And the boys, and they're in very specific formation. Boys have the rattles. The girls have the takwes, which are, they look like rain barrels that you pound on the ground rhythmically. So uh, it really reverberates. You can feel it through your feet. You can feel it on your body along with the rattles. And the singing, and it all begins, and it's so easily to slip into a trance state. And um, I knew some of the Guarani words, and I I, I very quickly found myself just strained and trained with these people and singing with them. And I, I was very, very absorbed into it. And then all of a sudden, I felt so accepted. So it's a powerful feeling expanding in my heart center. I was just so full of joy and just felt so at peace and at one in this situation. And I, I don't know how long all of this was, but I then realized that my friend had moved, that my friend was not sitting next to me. And I, I kind of came back into my physical body, was looking around, and there he was at the end of the bench. And, and the, 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 the cacique, which is their chief, was doing a ceremony with him. And I find out later, after it's all done, um, that he received a Guarani name. And when we actually, the, when the ceremony was done and everybody filed out, we were the last ones, we kind of walked out, everyone sort of disappeared. They were standing in the middle of the jungle. And I'm looking around and I went, what just happened in there? <laughs> it was so profound. And, and he said, I received my Guarani name. And I said, Oh, you're kidding. He said, No, I wasn't expecting it. They weren't supposed to do this for another month. He said, I'm so shocked that this happened right now. I wasn't ready for this. And, and he said, I have to thank you. And I said, Why are you thanking me? I thought it was because I had asked him to come and interpret and be there that day. He said, yeah, No, I have to thank you because, because, um, the cacique had told him, that the only reason they did it was because I had become so immersed in song. And I stood somewhat transfixed because this is what Alberto had talked about, how these people are enamored with the nighttime, how they're enamored with music and that music brings them closer to source, how when they would get going singing that they would not do any healing work until a certain vibration was felt. And I experienced that. And I, I know walking out of there, I felt like I was walking three inches off the ground all the way back to the car. And that we were just carried away in such love and peace, something truly uh, otherworldly.
1: Have you been able to recapture that feeling in your own, on, on your own, outside that ceremonial space?
2: Every time I talk about it, I, I, every <laughs> oh, I can feel that right now, actually. <laughs> I slip back in there. These, uh, and what I would love to say in connection with this, Peter, and the work that, that you do, which is very heart-centered, is that the indigenous people, not just the Guarani, the indigenous people move from their heart. And they're the keepers of what we've let go asleep. And we're being asked to be awakened. And this is the one point, no matter what you're doing out there, no matter what technique, if you're not doing it from your heart, Alberto said, you're not healing. And this This is what I truly learned, not only from Alberto and using the Amadeus, but being in the presence of these people. Indigenous people live what is called what we call reciprocity. You know, we can intellectualize it, but they live it because they fully understand, comprehend how to, uh, that all, uh, that uh, everything is life. Everything is sacred. And so there's no competition. There's no competitiveness. There's, there's only cooperation and sharing. And this comes from the heart.
1: And so when they do this together in this ceremonial sacred space, they're really opening the doorway to the upper realms and make that connection to spirit. Oh, for sure. For sure. T- tell us a bit about the um, sacred symbols that they work with.
2: Okay. So, Peter, what you're, yeah, we, mean, reading the book, we discussed a little bit about the sacred symbols, and this all has to do under this title of Amadeus, Amadeus was an, uh, the name that Alberto gave to the sacred wisdom. It's not a Guarani word. The Guarani word for love is the endeavor. Amadeus, he gave, he would start the lecture and he would say, Ama is to love, Deus is God. I don't know for an absolute fact why he gave it that name, but I have a sense that a Latin-based word is not related to any one particular culture. And we know that love um, is needed by everyone. So I think this that why he he has done that. Regardless, that's what the name means. That's what he would start the lecture with. And this this sacred wisdom, this sacred healing method, is comprised of over twenty sacred symbols. There's an initiation, in other words, you're plugged into this system. And 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 what is it? it you're you're being plugged into um, a stream of consciousness that's related to a particular thought, and that thought is love. Okay, <coughs> excuse me. And so after the initiation, and you're plugged into this, then you're given a series of symbols, and these symbols are are. Um, are the best way to describe it well first off in in looking at them you would think of sacred geometry but they're simple like the people that they come from like the culture that they come from but they are are they have to do with life processes from what they consider the way they look at the world from a soul perspective so the best way to describe that is to actually give you an example of one so we could talk about what is um, w- when a soul is transitioning. There's a very specific sacred symbol that holds the intent to assist a soul as they transition from the earthly realm to help them make the decision in peace and what needs to take place. There's a symbol for when someone has died, they have transitioned. Now the soul has a choice to make to move to the light or not. So there is a very specific sacred symbol that holds the intent to assist that soul to move to the light in peace. As, there, as well as there is a, there is a sacred symbol that assists a soul when they're birthing, when they're coming into this dimension. When a soul is birthed, they're born into this earthly dimension for the first three months of life they are very much still in the other dimension. So in sending and working loving energy with these souls, it helps them to adjust physically, mentally, emotionally to this dimension. Um, You know, I could go on and on, but all these symbols are given from a soul perspective. So what is happening is not only are you giving the sacred wisdom, but it's helping you to shift that what we all talk about, is this paradigm shift that we're going through of seeing life as energy from a soul perspective, that, that we're first much greater than than what we perceive ourselves to be in this physical realm, in this physical body. Does that help?
1: Absolutely, yeah. And we're, we're almost coming up to our uh, next break. So I, I think, you know, I'm going to take the break because um, I want to s- shift into and ask you, Um, about really their belief system and I know that there's an expression uh, that that you use in the book which is the land without evil Mm -hmm. and I'm actually really really wanting to hear about that so we'll take the break (laughs) and we'll come back we'll come back with Beth Cosmos after this break it's Peter for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation
3: This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart centered community with Peter Tongue and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you, to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to myheartcenteredjourney.com for more information. In these
4: changing times, the journey toward global consciousness has never been more important. Guy TV is the first online video library dedicated to support your journey toward global and personal discovery. Our viewers enjoy unlimited access to our vast selection of inspiring interviews, engaging films, and award-winning wellness videos. And we invite you to try it for free. Visit www.gaimtv.com to start your free trial. The journey starts now. That's G-A-I-A-M TV.com. Be Visionary.
0: This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program.
1: Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Just want to thank my sponsors for this 13-week series of shows, Guyam TV. Uh, um, about three weeks ago, I had Jay Wiedner represent Guy TV on the show and well worth listening to his interview, a very gifted metaphysician, and he is the program director for Guy TV, wanting to create very high-level spiritual information for you on your own awakening journey, original interviews with great visionaries. And it is the world's first online video library devoted to supporting your awakening journey. And there is a free 10-day trial. If you click on the banner on the host page, then you can get a 10-day free trial with GaiamTV, g a i a m dot com. Having me today, Beth Cosmos, who has had a very interesting experience dancing between the Western world and the Guarani peoples of uh, Brazil, South America, the Amazon. And just before the break, I asked you, Beth, that after the break, to talk about the land without evil.
2: <laughs> Tell us all about that. Well, you know, the land without evil is, um, is a term the Guarani use for the place that they're always moving to, the place to stay in balance. Um the ethnohistorians that have studied them you know there's there's different theories um uh what this really means to the people what what I in my discovery with them it really doesn't matter which theory of you know whether it's they they moved because in other words one one man said that the translation, the land without evil, was something to do with continually moving the tribes so that they um, were in balance with the environment. They didn't overuse it. They didn't overpopulate it. They didn't over um, cultivate it because they were slash and, and swidden uh, farmers. But other people looked at it as more a messianic, that they were constantly traveling Predominate to the east, to this place where they know, in talking to the spirit world, that, that there was a place where they could be. There was no, um, that everything was in perfect balance. The crops grew themselves. People were always singing and dancing and love abound. Um, my sense of being with these people and, and from, listening to Alberto is that these people had a stronger sense of what this is. Um, let me explain it to you in a story. Um, there was what's called enchanted women. Uh, Alberto talked about the enchanted women. These were people who were dreamers and they specifically would dream to bring information to the village, to the community. And, um, Alberto himself was a very gifted psychic and medium as well as a healer. He he abounded in that in, in that field. But um when he was in working with these people He was also wrapped up in trying to save them. You know, the children were hanging themselves. The disease-ridden clothing was being delivered. um, Indians were found dead. All these things were were happening at the time, and he was fighting for their rights. And at one point, after he himself had been jailed, he was jailed several times and tortured, he... um, he came out and poured his heart out to one of these enchanted women, you know, um, so distraught with what was happening. And she looked at him. I will never forget the first time I heard him say this in a lecture. She looked at him. He, he said, she looked at me. He said, this is how he puts it. He says, and you know what she said? You know what she said to me? She said, if you know your own reality... You have nothing to worry. And that was the answer from this indigenous person who was sitting and watching the destruction of her home. And when I say the destruction of her home, this is the way the indigenous people see when we misuse Mother Earth. When we overuse and stay in out of balance with all of our environment because it is their home. Their, their thatched roof house is not their home. All of earth and everything in it, they are connected to. And so when they see the abuse, and so here is this woman witnessing, seeing, and watching this abuse all around her. And her answer was, if you know your reality, you have nothing to worry. This speaks to the powerful um, connection that these people have maintained for thousands of years. And that's through their spiritual connection. And in that we find the land without evil. That part that we've heard so often about going within to that quiet, safe space, that's point of love, that point of connection that we all have within ourselves.
1: Well, uh, thank you. And so when we look at what's happening in the world today and there's all this information about December 21st 2012 and obviously we've just had this massive uh, sandy storm on the east coast uh, we appear to be somewhat imbalanced
2: <coughs> most 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 definitely we see these things and there's there's two ways to look at them you can look at it in fear or you can look at it in trust and know that um, how we come through this is um, adapting those ways that we know from the heart, heart-centered reactions um, to people, to situations, um, and 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 not to think how what we can benefit out of taking advantage of it. Um, Peter, talk to me a little bit more about where you want to go with this, because I I just struggle a little bit. This is a big question, and I go in numerous ways, but I myself cannot stress more that this is not a fearful time. This is an awakening time, awakening to who we really are, and we're beings of love.
1: Well, that's exactly where I am, too. And so uh, let's. why don't we talk about that love and what that love actually is? Um, because for us to move back into balance, that's where we need to go, isn't it?
2: Yes. Well, I like the words, and I think I've picked them up from Stephen Herod Buhner. He wrote a beautiful book about the heart. It, actually, in a, in a book about plants, A Secret Teachings of Plants. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, he called it heart-centered intelligence. And he talked about how this is how the indigenous people work and interact, um, with nature and, and with our, with, with the natural world. This heart-centered intelligence. This is how they see and they move. And this is what we need to awaken. No matter what we're doing in life, it doesn't mean that we have to, to drop uh, the work that we're doing, or the things that we love doing, and go sit in a cave, or go to a monastery, or become some aesthetic—it's not about that. It's about whatever you're doing, wherever you're at in life, that you bring this heart-centeredness in, and that's what's that's what's awakening right now. That's what we're being showered with um, this radiation that's coming out with this alignment this the 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 forces that are that are pervading our our actual our a- actual atmosphere and the earth is soaking up is this force of love this is what's asking us to change so for those people who are
1: ready to do that um, just help them um, with some things that they can do to help them move into this heart centered space
2: oh Peter, there is so much you know for a while there there was um so much centered around the brain in relationship to meditating. We were all fascinated about that. Now the movement in the last couple of years, two, three years, is really a focus on the heart. There is so much information coming out. In fact, just today I had seen uh, Joseph Children Pierce. I mean, he wrote the children's book. <laughs> yeah. He came out with a book. I think he did. I just I just saw it. Um he, it's called the heart braid matrix, and I'm going. Ooh, now isn't this interesting? So everyone is awakening to this. Everyone is coming to the realization, or when they see, uh, whether there's heart math, um, so many of the traditions now are are are, are pointing uh, and looking at the heart. We know the heart is magnetized. Many times greater than the brain. All the organs give off a vibration It's part of our electromagnetic field. But the heart um, has an immense magnitude. And all you need to do, it doesn't have to be difficult. All you need to do is bring your awareness there. It's all you need to do and it will begin. Your intention of wanting to learn and be there is all that you need. And when you shift your focus from your from your thinking brain, right down into your heart, just practice even seeing from the heart. What was the one example, people that had in the book that was so great? It was from Eat, Pray, Love, and the shaman that she came across when um, she had a discussion with with him about meditation, and he just smiled and looked at her. It's best way to meditate, and he showed her a doll. And the doll didn't have a head on it. It had the feet. It had the arms and it had the feet. And he said, if you need more feet, you add more feet. Get grounded. You must be in this earth. You must stay in this earth. And where the head was, was a, a, a bunch of ferns, you know, like leaves. And he said, this is the way you meditate. Think that take your head and put your eyes where your heart is. And see the world from this point. Now, this tells us again. Now, this this is indigenous people in a different part of the country, but it doesn't matter if you talk to the Tibetans. Um, look at how they react to everything that is happening to them. They smile. They don't accuse the people that are that are devastating their country and their culture. They smile and they pray for them. And we would be doing good by looking at the example of and, and really studying how these indigenous people move from the heart. That movie, The Mission, will tell you how the Guarani saw the destruction and devastation that was happening to them. That is very, very impactful in that movie. In fact, I think Alberto told me they don't even have the word hatred in their, culture, in their, in their language. It's non-existent. So this love, when you ask the direct question what love is, is that it's a big question, but it's a simple question. Love is a force. Love is the force that's drawing us back to who we truly are. And so we surrender to that. We listen. It's simply bringing awareness. That's all. And let spirit guide you.
1: Thank you. That's a perfect time for us to take our final break. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation.
0: The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network.
4: Every life on earth has the capability of knowing the world in a much more powerful way than what we've settled for and GaiaM TV is there to support your journey in knowledge, awareness, and awakening. Our vision is to raise global consciousness by bringing viewers original interviews, inspiring films, and engaging series on today's most sought-after topics. We invite you to try GaiaM TV free for 10 days. Visit www.gaimtv.com to claim your free trial. You won't look at your life and your world the same way again.
3: That's G-A-I-A-M-T-V dot com. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tong and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you, to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to myheartcenteredjourney.com for more information. Invite meaning
0: and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tung. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program.
1: Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. And we have today with us Beth Cosmoth. And Beth, we haven't actually said how you fit into this picture. We've talked about Alberto and we've talked about <laughs> the Guarani. Now, where do you fit into this picture?
2: <laughs> oh, Peter, that's great. Um, where do I fit in? You know, we talked in the beginning, you know, what was my background with this? And I had said that I had come across my own tragedies that, that forced me into, to healing. And when I took when I crossed paths with Alberto and took Amadeus, I went home, so to say. It was the most comfortable, something I had been looking for really all my life. And, and it was the understanding of what love really is. Um, and, and so once I took this healing um, method, I, 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 for, first of all, I was like the energizer bunny. I also, I think I made mention in the book that uh, when people ask me about this, I, I, if you've ever seen the movie, The Close Encounters of a Third Kind. Yes, yeah. They all, <laughs> I was much like that guy. I was like, I, I I said to Alberto, I said, what is going on? I, um, I, I couldn't think or do anything other than Amadeus. It was just so, uh, I was so immersed in it. And people were coming to my house for healings. I didn't know it had hit me, but I loved it. And so what evolved into what I was seeking for, my own personal healing, um, came came in this method for me to have, but it also eventually expanded out where I was working with other people. It expanded out beyond after Alberto had died for when – I was to start a comprehensive um, integrated medicine program in a, in a hospital here. And uh, I really didn't want to go. And I took along with me my outline of how I teach this Amadeus and how I practice it. I thought, they'll leave me alone now. So I took this paper with me, and, and instead they asked me, they hoped that I would teach it there one day. I just kind of walked out and shook my head. I went, hmm, what's this all about? So really what happened is that I, I actually took this into a clinical setting. And so what's this about me? I, I don't know, but it taught me more. Every experience that I had taught me more to understanding the power of love. It wasn't a belief for me anymore, Peter. It was an experience. It was a knowing. And when you start working with some of the real intense um the suffering of humankind, and you have at your fingertips something that just flows through you, you're standing and witnessing something I don't question anymore. I have complete trust.
1: Just uh, tell us what what, um, a typical Amadeus healing session would look like. What would actually happen?
2: Well, it's it's mostly, you know, I would say that Amadeus, for those people out there that are listening, that are familiar with healing techniques, uh, you know, know Reiki, they know therapeutic touch, and they know that when you go have a session, it could be a half-hour session or an hour session, and it's all really determined upon what you're coming for uh, and what your intention for that healing is. Because, like we were talking, in Amadeus there's over 20 symbols. So it can be adapted to... What is really needed, uh, for somebody's healing? And spirit usually dictates that. I usually set aside an hour, uh, in, in working with somebody because usually people have to come in and talk a little bit first. And then, 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 you know, you invoke and you go through the steps of invoking and working with energy and then you're there as a conduit for that person. Um, so it's much like, you know, where somebody would be laid on a um, on a on a healing table and relaxed because Alberto used to say, the more that you relax, uh, the more you can receive. In fact, he used to he used to tell me jokingly. I, I always pray. I always pray they go to sleep. <laughs> 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 I can do better work this way. <laughs> so, um, so that's uh, you know, that's that's the best way I can explain that. Sure. And
1: so for anybody who is interested in um, taking Amadeus or reading your book, how can they make contact with you or get the book yes. itself?
2: Right, right. The, the website is the best way, and that's www.ama-deus-international.com. So it's ama deus International.com. And at the website is, you know, there's brief bits of the history, um, there's the schedule of classes, there's a way to connect with me to ask further questions, and there's the information there in the book also. And so are you still teaching uh, classes now? Oh, I'm glad you asked that question. If there's one thing in this world that I love to do is to share this information, oh my goodness. It's it's so wonderful. You know, I travel all over teaching this and no one is any different. Everyone is the same. People, I love to watch the reaction people have with this system, how they embrace it, how they take it, how they have the ahas. Um, it's a beautiful system. Um, uh, and like I said, it's, 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 it's presented from a soul perspective. And so it doesn't matter. You know what healing tradition you're doing out there. There's there's always something to learn in this when you when you take it, and it's so loving, it's so beautiful. So yeah, no, I, that's the one thing that I do love to do. So if there's anybody who even wants to host a class somewhere, I'm ready to go. <laughs>
1: right. And what so what came out of the uh, clinical setting? What what did you discover there?
2: Well, um, you know, I was I, I was actually in the. What came out of there? We actually built, um, and grew a beautiful mind, body, spirit program that was, uh, that had numerous holistic therapies that could be offered to the inpatient at no cost. And we also had an outpatient clinic. Um, we started with more tangible therapies first. That was under my direction because I didn't want to start out with energy healing. People were nervous about massage. So we got massage, acupuncture, music therapy, pet therapy. We've got all those going, going very well, and um, all the hospital staff and the docs and everyone, nurses, they loved it. And then we gently brought on Amadeus, uh, eventually where I actually conducted research. A physician actually came to me and asked me to work with his patient population, with ovarian cancer patients, and it was profound. It was profound on all levels. For the people uh, who were actually in the study, for the physician, for the nurses, um, everybody was educated, and even myself, um, in conducting this. And, yeah, we did actually come up with significance um, that that this healing method helped um, people's depression and anxiety level um in in their present state with with the disease. So it was very beautiful. So Beth, sadly, we're actually at the end of our time. It's just flown by, and
1: I've really (laughs) enjoyed this journey through the Amazon and and back to North America and and a more clinical setting, and and just this uh, beautiful energy that you bring through the heart. So let's give us a final summary statement. Hmm,
2: a final summary. I think, you know, Peter, I, I, I just... I wish that Amadeus becomes a household word, you know, and, and, and Amadeus means to love God. And I think we said in the book, you know, we've got what, how many billions of people on the earth right now? Seven, eight billion people? Mm-hmm. Yep. Could you even imagine, could you imagine if just half those people just shifted and moved from their heart? It's that simple. I'm looking forward to
1: that. (laughs) Thank you so much, Beth. I've really enjoyed uh, this time with you today. It's been a wonderful um, exposure to this heart-centered existence that we all should be uh, living with right now. Thank you so much.
2: You too, Peter. Thank you.
1: Well, I hope you've enjoyed today's show. My guest next week is Marlise Carlin, who will be talking about the power of peace in you and her revelations with some similarities with uh, the talk that uh, Beth gave to us today about living in our hearts and a heart-centered uh, life. I'm just dropping it into my heart now. I <laughs> hope you've enjoyed today's show. God bless you all. Have a great week. It's Peter Tongue for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation.